Welcome, everyone. I am Johnita Stanton. We have Reginald Perryman, Shaka Williams, and we are Tasari. There's something about real estate. Um, the conversation revolving around everything real estate, and we have a special guest with us today, Mr. John Clear. Salute, salute. Hey, everybody. It's a What's blessing to be on? here. What's <laughs> All right. So um, I guess we'll jump right into it. John, yes. introduce yourself. You know, who are <laughs> All right. you? Know, tell us how you got started and what your background is. Okay, so I actually have a very interesting story. Um, so I actually started real estate like 15 years ago. Um, my mother gave me the book Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was right. in my sophomore year in college. Now, I was up at the University of Michigan. I had a full scholarship to college, and I decided to drop out of college. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Let me, let me ask, was your mama paying for college? No. Oh, yeah, full oh okay. Full scholarship. Oh, full, okay. So I had oh, yeah, the Bill Gates scholarship. Oh, wow. Where they pay for undergrad, grad, and PhD. Right. Okay. And I dropped out. All right. <laughs> what I'm saying, so who's paying for your food and clothes? Your mama? No. So they pay for that as well. So oh, they pay wow. for the tuition and the room and board. Okay. Run you over with a car. <laughs> right. If you was my child. I wouldn't. Because <laughs> hey, he gave he me to tell you why. Go ahead. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So at first, you know, of course, my mother was not happy at all. <laughs> <laughs> because I kind of studied the game for like a year and a half. I was in analysis paralysis mode. Like, oh. I didn't take action right away. Right. I dropped out, but I actually went to Atlanta initially <laughs> to rap. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that, I mean, okay. that's, Now I'm mad. Yeah. Like, you left that to rap? Yes, yes. So after I decided that, yeah, the rapping is not going to work out, I was more like the Will Smith type, not like the, you know, hardcore rap. Um, then I got on the management side, and I would work with different artists, and we would, like, put them in, like, a million-dollar studio, record their, you know, like, EPK, you know, like electronic press mm -hmm. kit, get them professional photos, and then we would fly to New York, um, where the major labels are, you know, me and my partner at the time. Uh, he used to be the beginner manager of 3-6 Mafia when they first came out. Mm -hmm. So I partnered with him, and we would fly back and forth from Atlanta to New York, trying to shop the music. You know, we would get through the door and talk to the A&Rs. No one ever got signed. And it's this one <laughs> right. guy that I told him to sign. Um, his name is Kane. And I know you probably heard him on Lil Wayne's song. This is a Kane Beats production. Yeah, yeah. I told him to sign that guy because wow. I knew he was going to blow up. And now I'm hearing him on Lil Wayne's songs and everything. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, long story short, so that allowed me to build up my cash flow, managing the artist. And then... When I was 21 years old, I bought two houses in two months, and um, I kind of didn't know what I was doing, right? Right. Um, I actually bought, like, a brand-new five-bedroom house for myself. <laughs> <laughs> 21, no kids. Now, what year was this? This was 2006 when I bought the house. Oh, that's it why was, I asked what yeah, year it was. Yeah. It was still hot. And the crazy thing is that I was able to buy these houses with no money down. Mm -hmm. All yep. stated income. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. So I paid like about two fifty for the house that I lived in, and then like one fifty for the rental property that I bought. Right. And I did right. it within like a month so that it wouldn't show on my credit. They right. wouldn't know I bought the person. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so simultaneous closing. Right. So all you had to have was three months of um, mortgage payment reserves in the bank. That's yep. all you had to show them. 
Like that's it. And, and they a just approve. Right. <laughs> right. Like yeah. and they literally approve me for four hundred thousand in mortgages with no money down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stated income. Stated income. Right. Um, so I lived in the five bedroom house, uh five bedroom, three bath, and I had a jacuzzi in my master bath. Oh man. <laughs> I was so obsessed with this house. Yeah, in Atlanta. Oh, okay. I was so yeah. obsessed with this house. I used to go watch it being built like every single day. Right. <laughs> but long story short, um, when I got in the house, it didn't feel like a home. So a month later, I decided to go back with my business partner at the time and just live in his apartment with he and his wife. Wow. <laughs> what yeah, what happened to the house? So I rented out to a friend, cardinal mistake number one. Yeah. Well, number yep. two, buying them was the first mistake. But it was right. a good mistake because it taught me. You learned. Man, I learned. So now when I deal with people that's, you know, dealing with foreclosure and whatnot, I feel no. your pain. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, lost it. Oh, I lost that one. I lost that one. Okay. Um, the second one, I was able to do a short sale. So that told me, the you know, like about the loss yeah. mitigation right. side. Right. So right. I was able to get the bank, which I had a $32,000 mortgage on, this, on the second mortgage. For that second rental property, and mm-hmm. they accepted a thousand dollars as payment in full for the thirty-two. Mm-hmm. That gave me instant equity, and I was able to, you know, sell it for breaking even. So you right. had two mortgages on the rental property. Mm-hmm. You took out a cash out, like a, a line of credit. First and a second. First and a second. Right. Yep. So he got in. So the the second covered your down payment. Technically, they did like an eighty twenty. Right. Mm-hmm. What that means is you're getting a hundred percent financing. And they do 20% covered by one lender, the 80% covered like by the other. Like bridge funding now is what they right. call it. Yeah. Right. Yep. And, you know, the secondary lien holder, they have the lease, yep. you know. Yep. So it took about three, four months, but I was so happy because, <laughs> you know, that was around right before 2008 hit. Yeah. So the values were kind of mm-hmm. decreasing. So I needed that 30-some thousand cushion in order just to break even when right. I sold it. But yeah, I did go through foreclosure. It's 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 a harsh reality. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like you're a failure in life. The yeah. banks and the lawyers are unrelenting. I mean, yeah. it's so you know, like that's why I do have a heart because I've been through the heartache right. at a young age, and I'm glad I went through it. I, I, I don't regret nothing. Right. You know. Okay. Cool. So, at what point did you regret dropping out? Of- <laughs> <laughs> I never regretted it. I you never, didn't? I never regretted it. Not even it. when they was putting them notices on your door? <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. I never regret it. I never regret right. it. I'll tell you why. Um, the first deal I closed, I made more than what most of my engineering buddies were making a year. Coming straight out of college. You know, right. like I think back then they were um, making like 50, 60. Right. You know, straight out of college. Um, and... That let me know because, like, when I first started wholesaling, you know, since I was a tired landlord at a young age, right? Right. Like, I said, forget this. <laughs> for me, huh? Cardinals in, don't over leverage yourself. Yep. Um, number two, don't rent properties to friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and number three, stop trying to keep up with the Jones. You know, just just live at your own pace. Yeah. Um, so after that, you know, I decided to wholesale, but I still got big pipe dreams, right? So I'm yep. going after luxury properties, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going after like million dollar plus properties in Florida, of course, Georgia, uh, Texas, Arizona. And I think that, you know, those were the main states. 
And I was successful at, you know, closing a couple, but it was so tough. And this was when they were giving cash back at closing. Right. Okay. Right. Them yeah. days is over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Them days, the feds shut that down. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. They so, shut a few people down with it. <laughs> <laughs> should, yeah. Especially if you were doing that straw buying yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people I yep. knew got caught up with that. Yeah. Uh, but that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we gonna talk, we'll talk about, about that on episode two. No, we gonna we gonna <laughs> talk about, about that. It's yeah. all part of it. Okay. <laughs> so I saw it all, you know, and yeah. So it was like, um, if a property you could buy at one point one, and the ARV was one point eight, it needed, you know, let's say three hundred thousand. You know, the right. builder would probably give you, you know, hundred fifty grand at, you know, back at closing, right. just to buy it. Yep. You know, yeah, them days is over. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The licks. Yeah, them licks. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. What's the introduction <laughs> of attorney John Clear? Where's no, that right. was, uh, really? yeah, he's not an attorney I yet. Know. He dropped out. I know. So that's why I'm just, I'm looking at the uh, notes and then and they all bruh me as if it's not in here in black right. and white. But anyways. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you, because you kind of brought it up. So you went into wholesaling, right? hmm So you own rental property, and were you doing any fix and flips at the time? Never did a fix and flip. Okay. Um, I have no experience myself doing fix and flips. I right. have partners that's very successful at doing it. Right. So basically, um, shout out to Vena, Co- uh, Vena Jones Cox. So okay. So she's like a major wholesaler that's based out of Ohio. Okay. And... I never bought her course, but she had like a free ebook, right. and I read it. And back then, it was like how to make ten thousand dollars with no cash, no credit. Yep. And back then, and even still now, you know, ten grand is ten grand. Right. I, I take that all day, any day, and right. I don't have to risk anything. I don't have to, you know, fix and flip anything. So I read her free ebook, and I kind of like internalized it, and then I basically learned the game. So I never had a mentor. I learned the game from bigger pockets. Mm-hmm. And you yep. was crazy because. Yep. You, um, when I reach out to you, because I, I reached out to you about my son, mm-hmm. and you're basically like, look, you know, give him the free material. Yes. Tell him to read it. Yes. You know, so I, it's I, like you're living by. I'm living by what I, so I practice what I preach, you know, mm-hmm. and so the, so the hard part is right now, obviously you want to monetize things, you know, just like you guys are doing with this beautiful podcast. And mm-hmm. it's like, I want to monetize, but I don't want to become those fake gurus i don't want to be that because that's not how i started you know right i was self-taught i put in the sweat equity you know right and just like i was a lurker on bigger pockets for that year and a half from 19 and a half to 21 that's all i was doing even though i was still doing music i was studying real estate and just trying to you know just understand everything understand fix and flip understand wholesale understand residential understand commercial understand lease option right just just trying to overanalyze everything instead of just taking that first step well so what i'm hearing is because a lot of people they they get online and everything and they like oh i'm gonna do this in three months or whatever. Right. So you put in the work. This is 15 years in the making. You had some failures, mm-hmm. which wasn't really failures because you learned how to do short sales. That's right. So that's an education mm-hmm. that somebody would have paid, paid for. Man, right. and you that actually... is a whole, like, experience. Right. There's a lot of back and forth negotiation with yep. the banks and the mm-hmm. attorneys, just the whole loss mitigation side. And, right. and it's funny that I really don't see that many people talk about loss right. mitigation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a whole nother 
play. Yeah. You know, like that's a yeah. whole nother potential source of income, you know, yeah. if, if more people focus on that area, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. That was one of my strong points at one point in time. Mm-hmm. So when REL shifted, the bank started being proactive about short sales. Mm-hmm. So before they would be like, no, nah, we not letting you out of this, right? Mm-hmm. But then they start getting proactive because they was losing so much money on the REO side. They see they can get more doing the short sale. Right. So when you were watching like bigger pockets and all this stuff, you mm-hmm. were just like a student to the game, not just focus on like, oh, I'm gonna make a quick thousand or mm-hmm. twenty thousand mm-hmm. or whatever. I was trying you, to process everything, you know, because I have an engineering uh, background, so that's right. what I went to U of M for engineering. Um, I started out with electrical, then I switched it to industrial operation engineering, which is all about business optimization. Okay. So by me having like the engineering mindset, I'm trying to like, you know, and it's funny because I deal with a lot of engineers that I went to U of M with and right. oh my God. They, are, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> they be asking Working they with them on shit. real estate deals right. like, look, it's this is the cap rate, good. this is the NOI, here's the pictures, here's this, okay, but what's the technical, oh my gosh. It's yeah. like, you'll get a headache. It's like, look, these are the blanket numbers. What you gonna do? Right. Mm-hmm. right. So that's right. kind of what I want to. Well, you know, focusing on because I, I, we talked many a day, and you're mm-hmm. still um, like, are you still in a place to where you're wholesaling first? Like that's your that's still your mm-hmm. passion, and mm-hmm. you're still not into residential. I mean, you know, like you'll do it, but right, your baby is still. So <clears throat> it's like wholesaling to me is what gives me the lifestyle of freedom. You know. Um, I just conceptualize and actualize um, that chunks of cash, you know, just allows me the lifestyle that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, but the end game is to own like 500 plus doors, apartment buildings, and right. just live off the residuals. Okay. So that's the end game. Um, but wholesaling, I would never give up wholesaling. Right. Like, to me, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's not easy, but it's just OPM. It's just all about OPM. Right. And I believe in that OPM concept. And I'm going to always wholesale. Instead of just maybe doing residential, I may just do commercial. What right. is OPM? Other people's money. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. Other people's money. Leverage everything. Right. So so what's more beneficial to you? So we talked about, like, the wholesaling part of it. And you do you currently own any rental properties? No. Not at all? Not at all. So I just want people to know that. Like, people think, oh, I got to go in and fix and flip. Mm-hmm. I got to do this. You don't have to do anything. You can stick to the one you're most passionate about. Exactly. Right? And yours is just wholesaling. And I got a lot of flack from, especially before I got licensed. And I know I'm, you know, moving up the timeline a bit. Right. But I, I used to get, like, looked down at by a lot of other brokers and we agents. Right. You know, Right. Just because I wasn't licensed, but I'm like, I make more money than you. Right, right, you know? right. <laughs> like, yep, yep. <laughs> like, yep. And I'm like, whoa, okay. But yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you can say it now. So you are licensed, right? Definitely. Okay. Um, and thanks to uh, Janine, uh, she used to work at Fairlane Title. Okay. And this was back in 2016 when I got licensed. And she said, John, with the type of volume that you're doing, I'm just seeing the laws change over, Mm -hmm. you know, like different states. And, you know, you know how Michigan likes to copy off Ohio. Right. 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 And Ohio kind of made it illegal to wholesale without a license. Right. Um, And, you know, in Michigan, I believe it's five or six properties that you can't broker without a license. Right. Um, 
So she was just like, you know, you don't have to do retail. You know, you can stick to your niche, which is wholesale, but just get licensed. And it's good knowledge anyway. Right. You know what? She was right. And now I kind of like have the best of both worlds because before, um, when a property didn't fit our 70% ARV after retail value model, we would just refer it to another broker or agent. Right. Now we can list now it. Now you're the broker. Right? So now it's the best of both worlds. Right. Keep all the money. Keep right. all the money. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, you're a broker. So right. So you have an a actual broker's license. Yes. Right. So the benefit of that, because a lot of times when we talk to people, they're like, I don't need a license. I'm just going to wholesale. Right. But when you said that deal doesn't fit your structure or your model, mm-hmm. you can still make money off of it because it costs you to get those leads, right? It does. So you might as well get some return right. on investment. Um, so I got my broker's license last, I believe, November. All right. And so I actually have three broker's license. I have my broker company license, Clear Realty Solutions, right? Right. And then I'm a principal associate broker under my company, and then I'm a non-principal associate broker under EXP. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So break that down. So in Michigan, can you explain what the law is regarding what allows you to have so many different broker licenses? Mm-hmm. So right. like with um, the real estate salesperson license, you can only have one uh, salesperson license, and you can only be up under one broker. The beautiful thing is the broker provides you additional, uh, you know, options. Right. 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 Supposed to. Well, supposed to. (laughs) Supposed to, right? Um, So you can only have one principal associate broker's license in Michigan, but you can have, I guess, theoretically unlimited, but, you know, maybe within reason, because it's not like you want to be a broker on the EXP, KW, real estate one. Right. It's just like a conflict of interest. But technically, the law kind of allows you to do it. Right. Uh, just saying. So once I realized that, then I said, oh, switching over to EXP is like a no-brainer because I can still keep my brand clear to close that I've worked hard to build, and I can still, you know, enjoy the profit sharing and stock options and, you know, I guess health insurance. They also offer health insurance, you know, right, through EXP, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because... That's kind of a big thing, health insurance, especially yeah. when you're self-employed, yep. you know, and a bachelor like me, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so basically, because in Michigan, you can have multiple associate broker license and only one principal broker license mm-hmm. under another brokerage. Right. right. Multiple non-principal associate broker right. license. Yep. Okay. And that's the loophole because, um, you know, EXP you know, the person that presented it to me, um, they made it seem like that I had to give up my brand. Right. And almost everybody, except Janita, she never presented it that yep. way. I'm sorry, Janita. <laughs> she's sitting over there with me with like, mm. <laughs> But she I'm, experienced. She, she experienced. She yeah. know. She yeah. know. Yep. But everybody else that was explaining it to me. And then it was crazy because a lot of people that try to recruit me, it's like, I'm doing better than you. I don't want to be a fellow. Right. You. You right. Know? right. Like, I just, you yep. know, just being honest. So when, you know, Tawana and LaShawn came, like, you know, it was just a no-brainer because I saw the growth. I believe yeah. in, you know, where I see them going. Right. And it was just like, I want to be a part of that. Okay. You know, I want to be a part of that. But, yeah, so that's the main thing that I really wanted to get out today is that because I really want to target other brokers. Right. You know, like, hey, right. whatever brand you've built, keep that going. Right. Just join EXP because 
your you know brokerage may not offer stock. It may or may not. It may or may not offer health insurance. It may right. or may not have profit sharing before expenses are taken out. A right. lot of do profit sharing after expenses are taken out. Right. Yeah, they get a revenue sharing. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this too. So when we talked about wholesalers becoming licensed, right? Um, a lot. It's a myth that you have to be an actual realtor. Right. But that's not true. Not at all. all right. Not at all. Um, so actually, you know, Janine, um, the title agent that, you know, told me to get into, a whole, you know, um, my license, she said that, you know, I know that you don't want to do retail, um, but just get your license because it's just good um, credibility. Right. You know, and it is because a lot of other agents and brokers, even on off-market wholesale deals, yeah. they're going to ask you. So are you licensed? You know, yep. and it's like it's just good to just you know just to say yes. Now can we get back to talking about right. these numbers? <laughs> right, you know? right, right. <laughs> like honestly, but yep. but the license does open more it doors. Does. It does. Right. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um. You know, and it's just good information. You know, the class. Right. So, you know, like everybody that I talk to now, where they're like, "Hey, John, should I get into wholesaling first or get my license first? I always tell them go get licensed. Right. I just always tell them to go get licensed. And then we can talk about wholesaling. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't understand. So being a realtor just means you're part of the organization, yeah. the National Association of Realtors, your state association, mm -hmm. your local association. But being a licensed agent or broker, you don't have to belong to the association. There's a lot of people and a lot of brokers that are not realtors. Mm -hmm. Actually, right. we could I was that for a long time. Right. We couldn't <laughs> yeah. even be realtors as African Americans until what, like the fifties or sixties or something? Oh, like yeah, that. you can't join the board. Yeah, wow. so the national so NARAP was formed because of that reason. Mm. So like there were realtors here like um Mrs. Bowers, um, Mr. Bowles, they actually mm. went to New York to get a realtor membership. So when they came back they already had their membership. Mm. Wow. So people had to go through a lot of loopholes to become realtors if they were African-American. So mm -hmm. when I tell people, when I talk to a lot of wholesalers, I'm like, you want to get your license to comply with the state requirements. Mm -hmm. Because like we said, if you're out here and you're doing numbers, somebody's looking and you don't want to get in trouble when you're making a good living. And speaking of that, I also <laughs> want to... Um... So one of my old business partners, right uh -huh. now, thank God that I was I was licensed at the time. Right. You know, there's a lot of haters in the game. Yep. Okay, we just gonna talk <laughs> yep. about it. Okay, there's a lot of haters nice. in the game. Yep. So they caught themselves trying to report us to the attorney general because they didn't know that I was licensed, <laughs> but my partner at the time wasn't licensed. Right. The only thing that saved her um, was that she had already taken her real estate agent's class. Yep. She just didn't pass the state exam yet, so right. they didn't hit her with the fees. But I do know other uh, wholesalers in the game that did get hit up by the attorney general, and they had to pay some hefty fees. Yeah, yeah. yep. So, and, and the license, I mean, you're paying two or $300 for the class. Right. You out here wholesaling, making ten, twenty thousand 20000 a deal. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. Yeah, just get the license. Yeah. So, um, commercial seems to be more of your focus in wholesaling. Yes, most definitely. Um, and I just, so we, um, wholesaled our first apartment building in 2016 and I never forget it was a 10 unit and at first the seller wanted 200,000 for it. 
And, you know, we tried to sell it for like 260 All the investors laughed us because it was literally <laughs> the only property on the whole block. The right. rest was just like torn down, dilapidated houses on the east side. Right. And, yeah, investor was like, no, this is like a war zone. But the beautiful, you know, like, but the building was beautiful and uh, it was fully rehab, fully okay. rehab. Um, and we eventually got the seller down to 100000 Right. And then we sold it for like one forty, so we made like forty thousand. Oh, wow. Right, and that was like our first apartment building that we hosted. So we we're like, wow, okay, right. So we did that on ten unit. How many more deals can we do like this? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where it started. So then I started just putting out in the atmosphere because I believe in the law of attraction. Yeah. So I, you know, so most people think, you know. Keep your head down low. Do your thing. <laughs> Don't tell nobody what you're doing. Right. And then you just pop up on them like, yeah, I'm a licensed broker. Okay, that's cool. Right. That's cool. Or you can just make it gravitate toward you, mm -hmm. right? And that's what I did with apartment buildings. I started talking my stuff. Like, you know what? We just closed this deal. We ready for some more. What you got? Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it's funny how you present. So when you're wholesaling a um, building and you're talking doors, like, and you, so you're you're talking to investors. These investors want these doors mm -hmm. so that they can make uh, good cash flow right. over a long period of time. Explain mm -hmm. like how you pitch or how how like you know the conversation goes. Like cap rates. On yeah. Yeah. So cap rates, you know, typically in Detroit, ten plus cap is a good deal. That means that basically, if the building is a million dollars, the NOI net operating income is a hundred thousand, then it would take right. you about ten years to recoup your investment and then start making 100% profit theoretically, right? Right. Um, so that's pretty much, you know, what most investors want. But in the suburbs, it's a little bit lower. So I remember a couple years ago, 8% <laughs> cap was like, you know, like the right. threshold in the mm -hmm. suburbs. Now it's like, man, we got apartment buildings where like, the cap is like four or five percent yeah, right yeah. now. So I've seen something lower than that. You know? And it's yeah. like, wow. Yeah, the market has definitely changed. And and, and we still getting investors interested, you know. Right. Like, um, we're actually selling like the thirty two unit that I posted when I was in front of the building and me and Todd did the Yeah, yeah so we're closing on that, um, and like next week. And yeah, that one I don't wanna say the sale price until it sells, but yeah, that one, you know, um is hundred percent vacant. And oh wow. So do you understand why? Yes. Why, like why yes. everybody yes. with the Lord? Why? Yes. Um <clears throat> number one, because of the decrease in the inventory. Mm -hmm. Right. Now yes, the market is softening in some areas because you you know, because we are seeing price drops on the MLS right, right now. And right. a couple months ago we weren't seeing as many, right? Right. But the thing about it is now that more tenants are starting to pay their rent with yeah. the apartment buildings, right? Um, apartment buildings are to me, you know, on the high level, like way more attractive than single family. Like right. I know so many investors that used to own a hundred plus single families and gave me their properties to sell so they could jump into commercial. And I would just say, if you want to get into commercial, there's nothing wrong with starting with single family, but, um, I would suggest maybe like start with small five to 10 unit apartment building. Right. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's pretty manageable. In terms of location. 
So you have like in Detroit. So you talked about suburbs. We know people are gonna buy that stuff. Mm-hmm. But some of the more dilapidated areas in Detroit. So not we're not talking about downtown or West Village or mm-hmm. Midtown. None of those areas. Just like you know, you're straight up east west seven mile, eight mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linwood. Linwood. That's right. Yeah, like those areas. That's you know, it's taking a little bit more time for mm-hmm. it to be developed. But those buildings are selling too. Right. They're still selling. And um, Highland Park. Yep. Highland yep. Park, Highland Park. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And why do you think that is, though? I mean, it's just it's just, just a conversation. Right. You know, um, Highland Park, you know, like, basically when I would talk to investors, they would always say, no Flint, no Detroit, no Highland <laughs> yeah. Park, no Pontiac. Right. Now that's what they want. Yeah. You want and, Highland, but you understand why you want Highland Park. Mm-hmm. Because the low property values, mm-hmm. right? So you can get it for the low and then, right. you know, you can't necessarily use the comps in Detroit, but sometimes you can. Right. You know, so you in the comps in Detroit have you know, tremendously gone up. Right. So that's what you want. You know, like even like um on a nationwide wholesale level, I've never heard as many investors looking for like Mississippi and Alabama properties. Right. Now right. a lot of investors are thinking, oh yeah, Alabama's about to be the next spot because you can get the properties for the loan. Right. You know? So So when you so when you're putting a value on the apartment buildings, it's more about <clears throat> um potential income, not so much as it's always a value like a res- add play. Right. It's always a value add. So, so it's like a rental income approach type thing and right. cap rates and things of that nature. Yep. Yep. So that's the beautiful thing about um apartment buildings. They're not necessarily uh valued at the surrounding comps. You can always increase your uh commercial building's value mm-hmm. by adding you know, by like increasing rents, um, renovating the property, you know, um, but the main thing is increasing rents, right? Okay. Because it's all about cap rate. Right. And, you know, the higher the cap rate, the higher the potential value. See, and I guess that's what I'm trying to understand. Why would a person pay $2 million for um, a building where properties are selling for maybe $70,000? Mm-hmm. Well, they may have to do a 1031 exchange. Right, and they gotta dump okay. that money. So explain to our listeners and viewers what a ten thirty one exchange is. Okay, so basically, yeah, like we just had an investor that had to uh, spend like seven million in forty five days, or else they're going to have to pay the capital gains that they received over the years. Capital gain taxes. Capital gain taxes. Right. That, right. That's at what right now. Don't don't quote it because people gonna be like, well, he said fifty, but they in a whole different tax bracket. They man, everybody's situation is different. No, but the capital gains it's gonna increase. Yeah, like speaking of that, I want to change my LLC to S Corp. Yeah, okay. So whoever is out there, hit me up. Right, CPA, please, because I paid so much in taxes last year. Oh my god. But yeah, explain the 1031 exchange and how that works and it benefits the investor. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's just all about tax deferment. Right. It's not saying that you would never have to pay these taxes. It's right. just saying we could kick the bucket down the road. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. right. And that's just as simple as it gets. So basically, you get to keep all the proceeds from your Sale. net proceeds that you realize from the rents and then but you have to dump those proceeds into a like kind property right if you have a 20 unit apartment building that gross 150,000 net you right. need to you know dump that money into another like 15 or 25 unit apartment building mm-hmm. right. right 
within a certain period of time, and then you don't have to pay taxes on it. Right. Mm-hmm. So right let's now. say you right now, right now, right now, correct. Right. So I buy this building, and maybe let's say I hold the building and I sell it, and now I'm selling it for a million dollars, and I'm pro- my profit is five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and I can buy another property. So I'm never touching the money; it's just going into either staying with the title company or whatever intermediary, right. and they hold the money, and I just buy another property with it. So I never pay taxes mm-hmm. on a profit. Right. It's just deferred right. to a later deferred. date. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's important too, what you just said about the intermediary. Like that's a must when you're doing a um that type of transaction. Right. right. Like you have to have that in place or else, you know. Right. <laughs> right. All right. That's true. Yep. So he just said a lot of high level <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So we're definitely going to have to come Look, back and break this down. I know. Everybody's like, what the hell? Right. Right. Here's, here's the thing, right? So I heard you say a few things. So you start off, you might get your license or wholesale or both, right? Mm-hmm. You get your money up. So basically get your bread up. You start buying your own properties. Maybe you buy a single family or a couple couple single families mm-hmm. don't foreclose on them don't foreclose right don't foreclose don't on rent them. them to family don't rent them to friends yeah. and don't over leverage background checks then when you get the <laughs> money out of that then you step up into maybe a five or ten unit right then mm-hmm. you sell that at a profit and then you do a 1031 exchange and then you bigger. go buy that million dollar building the 20 mm-hmm. or 30 unit and then you just keep on doing it and then you get back to your cash flow and then you know, some extra sauce on top because I just dropped it on Facebook today. <laughs> right. It's building business credit. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that's a yep. whole other animal right now. Right. Um, and I, you know, so basically I came up with all this just from other investors. And that's what I love about wholesaling. Like once you get so many million dollar plus proof of funds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, if they can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. Like, right. They're not no better than me. They're, they're right. not no better than you. Right. If, if they can have $5 million liquid in their Chase business bank account, why can't I? Mm-hmm. Right. I and think let me say it again. <laughs> and the reason why, because there's so many people that look like you, mm-hmm. I, and we people feel like that. Mm-hmm. And it's important coming from someone that looks like you. Yeah. Yep. And mindset. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just it. mindset yeah. therapy. So that's mm-hmm. a whole nother conversation. Right. So I read reread the book The Secret every year. Yep. I have the DVD, the ebook, the hard copy, <laughs> okay? Every and the audiobook, right. okay. Like it's just all about speaking everything into existence, and that's just what I do. And almost every goal I've set for myself, I may not get it when I want it, but I always usually get it. Right. If I stay steadfast. Right. Yeah. If you're working towards if, the if I stay goal, steadfast. Right? Yep. The first time I used the secret was at Shane Park. Mm-hmm. I was going to see Run DMC for the uh, Return of the Legends, mm-hmm. and I was like, I know I'm gonna be down on the first row. And I was like, but I brought these tickets way up here. And I got in. I was just easing my way down. <laughs> by, by, the time right. they, by the time they sung Beats to the Rhymes, I was like three rows back. Right. Oh, cool. So yeah. I, I, used to, I used to law of attraction. I was like, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it works. Yeah. It works. It works. That's a real thing. Mindset is a real thing. It is. And I think that... That's what keeps you going too, especially in the tough months in real estate. Right, is like your mindset. You know, of course, you gotta have that nest egg, but you gotta know that hey, you know, everything in real estate is cylindrical, so it may, yeah. it's, it's not gonna stay tough for you know, you know, the whole time. Like, definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, I have a, um something that I want you to speak because you're a college dropout. 
<laughs> so it's Kanye West and he's a billionaire. Right, right. <laughs> no, so this is so um we uh go through this because we have teenage children or whatever. But I know so my son, my nineteen year old is very mm-hmm. similar and what he's dealing with right now is um, you know, his brother, his father, you know, different people are kinda like, Man, bro, you need to just go ahead and get a job. Uh. And he, so he walked off of a job, mm-hmm. and he called Shaka first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shaka okay. told him to stay. Okay, I did not tell him to stay. I told him you ain't about to. I'm, I'm, I can't tell you to quit because right. your mama ain't about to get mad at me. But yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do. But yeah, so he and, and, he was and, he's, and he was already he, he already was, quit. Yeah, though. he was already. So I understood when he called me and told me I understood it because mm-hmm. we have a similar mindset. Right. Um. But that's what he's dealing with is people, you know, in his ear, you know, kind of like, you know, go get the job, go to school, you know, whatever, whatever. And he like, shoot, I'm about to go and make these deals happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so. I'm, I'm, I mean, so, I'm the expert on that. Yeah. So basically, family will, you know, be your biggest haters. You know, when you right. first start now, I'm just going to say it. Yep. Um, a lot of people in my family did not understand. They're like, no, you know, like you got this full scholarship. And it's like, I guess I saw the vision before the reality actually caught up to mm-hmm. that vision. And it's like, I know it didn't make sense at the time, but I know where yeah. I wanted to go. And I knew that I wouldn't stop until I got there. And I think that, you know, I don't. So like now, because I've tried this, I've tried this with exes that I've dated, right? Like I've had people, <laughs> you know, go from nine to fives to working in title companies yeah. and different things. And it's like now I don't try to make people stop what they're doing now. I say yeah. keep doing what you're doing, but do real estate at least on the side, get licensed, and then when your real estate at least matches or replaces what you're doing now, then if you wanna go full time, do it. You know that's the safer bit right. because I don't want to be responsible for nobody's success. So listen, you know? right. so people, <laughs> what you're saying is people project their fears on you. Yeah, yeah. just because like you can't, you scared to do it. You know, what right. I mean? you can't do this, but I can. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's I don't know if they being haters they just scared you know what I'm saying <laughs> right, they, they, right. they don't they don't understand they don't have the same brain exactly. they don't have the same mindset and that that's yeah. what I try to say to you know the younger people that are kind of taking that leap you know they he's literally doing I mean if you read thinking go rich mm-hmm. it's like you know burn the bridge that's mm-hmm. what he did mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like, right. that's what you did that's, you burned the bridge what I did. so I feel like you have to do that though so yeah. I, I feel like that's what I did to I the biggest billionaire in the U S yeah, Bill Gates right. <laughs> right. I have to do that I tell people all the time so I know you say you don't want to be responsible for somebody you know coming out and they falling flat on their face right, right. <laughs> but I always tell them like you you can't work it's it's too hard to work a full time job and then come and work this which is uh two jobs two full time jobs being an entrepreneur you know what i mean right. you never stop thinking I, you know what i'm saying i think you can to a certain extent i think that you think you can um, work? i work, think you can work, and work do. both oh. a full time job and cuz i know people that do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And like you said, it's a transition because you go from your full-time job to doing this on the side, then this start replacing your income. Mm-hmm. And I think when people, my mother told me, like, when I was 19, I started off pretty good, but then about a couple years later, I was broke. My mother was like, you sure you don't want to go get a job? <laughs> and we yep. used to have this joke, like, oh, you in real estate or did you make a real mistake? Mm-hmm. Right? And I used to hear so much Bars. negative stuff. And then <laughs> right. one day, 
I remember like a couple years later, things started going good after I took the Floyd Whitman class and everything. And I went and brought my mother a car. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like um, everybody is not cut out for to be a business owner or to be be self-employed, right? Mm -hmm. But I think if you're young, you want to try it and you want to fail as much as possible early Mm -hmm. on. Absolutely. Because... When you still got your mom behind you and well, your parents absolutely. still alive, right. once you get thirty and you got two or three kids, that you ain't the time exactly. to exactly. Right. Right. jump right. out the window, right? right. But, but I want to say this but, to that. Right. I want I want to respond to that. So yes, um, so I did that right. So I was right. an accountant and then I did real estate part time and I replaced right. my income that way and then I quit my job, right? Right. But I feel like. Uh, there is no way you can tell me that you can work <laughs> 40 to 60 hours for another company and you can't go work 40 to 60 hours for your own company right. and not make at minimum whatever you're getting paid. Unless you are like a high level exec right. somewhere. But if you somebody that's working, making 30, 40, 50, 60, 70,000, right. you can replace that income so easy. Absolutely. Yeah, you but work, it's you put a, the same time in. It's that learning curve, though. You so like have that, that first year, you when you transition out. Yeah, but and so that's why it's important. So if you do have a support system and you can do it early, and mm-hmm. you're like, then for sure, you do it for sure. But so for me personally, my so my mother was a broker and sold real estate for a long time. Mm-hmm. And shoot, between nineteen and probably thirty, mm-hmm. she looked at me like I was crazy every day. <laughs> Working a job and selling real estate, you know, right? Be, right. And it, it honestly, it took her to leave here almost for me to kind of be like, "What the hell am I doing?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. why am I going here? You know, working this job. Right. I don't. I don't want to be here. I don't like the way I look when I get dressed in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't like anything about it. But I'm still going here to make forty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. What the hell is wrong with me? And I sell real estate. Real estate is one of the only professions that you can go into and become a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So why are you doing that? I got a story about that. So I remember um, my last job, right? This is crazy. So I remember waking up the day that I quit my job, right? And I sat on my bed for like three hours straight and just in deep thought. And I'm like, I can't do this no more. Today's the day. Right. And mind you, I didn't have no savings. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? No savings. Um, And it was like... I, I was just like, you know what, it's you know, this is the last day. And it was so crazy because I didn't have no food in the house. <laughs> right? So uh seasoning. Yeah. 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 Seven days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the first deal I closed, it was a Sterling Heights um wholesale deal. You know, like when I got back to Michigan, um, it was a Sterling Heights wholesale deal. We made more money on that deal than I would have made in my job. Yeah. Three months, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh man, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. So I definitely sacrifice. And I definitely understand, you know, right. what it takes. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I want to say something too. So you mentioned when we were talking about kids going to college and all this. So it was things you probably learned in college, mm-hmm. and connections you probably met in college, as well as in your music career mm-hmm. that helped you in real estate. Did yeah, definitely. Okay. So when I was up at U of M, I did Quickstar. Amway. Okay, right? yeah. So so that's all about network <laughs> right. marketing, right? Right. And it was crazy because I would carry that plan, you know, with me everywhere. But the thing I so I so I wasn't that successful with Amway. But the thing I loved about their process was the education. They right. made you read books yep. every month. 
They made you listen to audiobooks instead of the music in your car. Right. And that just got me conditioned to be mm-hmm. an avid learner. And right. I would just, you know, like, even now, like, every night, I'm on YouTube learning stuff. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm building business credit, so I'm mm-hmm. learning about business credit. Yeah. So I'm always learning, and then I'm working on my broker's, li- my um, builder's license. Right. So studying for that, you know. So I'm always trying to learn, always trying to advance mm-hmm. to the next level. So I never get content or complacent. Right. <clears throat> Uh, what I was going to say is, Red, so... <laughs> you know, I'm saying, though, like, we no, no. Yeah, I, know, I know we're jumping around hey, a lot. I, I know. No, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is this. Because I... So, no, this is not for everybody. Right. So, if you lazy and you think you don't, you want to go be an entrepreneur so you can be lazy as hell... Right. No, nah, that's not for you. Because you're going to work harder as an entrepreneur yep. than you're going to work at your job. You right. Know, when you, go to, you go to work... When you come home, your brain shut off from the job. You know what I'm saying? You look forward to your weekends or whatever your off days are. When right. you when you run your when you own your own business, there are no off days. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like nice. for real. Like even when you take a you even have to when be I say, trained to take those. Yeah. Even when I say I'm you know what I'm taking I'm I'm going away for a week. Yeah. What a, the the right phone call coming? <laughs> yeah. I'm know it. That phone you know, right? know yeah. it. You so know you gonna it. But if you work for a job and you take them seven days. You don't give a shit about that phone call. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm not, I'm but not you also might that. not come back to a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on vacation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, right. I'm, that's, that's your mindset. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But when you run your, your own business, your mindset is, I have to, this is your baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like a child. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't miss the phone call about my, my child. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's not for everybody, like you're right. saying. But I'm saying, if you have a, a he, you know, he quit. He dropped out right. of school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he quit. I mean, the engineering job. I, mm-hmm. I quit. A, you know, I was an accountant. You know what I mean? Right. I was making good money. Everybody mm-hmm. was scared. They were like, what? You don't leave this? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaving right. this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I'm making more doing this part-time than I was doing Absolutely. full-time. But the difference was, uh, so I was, even though I had a job, I was... I control my hours. I didn't have to be in the office all day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, or I, ain't, I wasn't in the plant working 40, 60 hours a week. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then coming home, I did have, I had a family. I had a a, a wife and a kid at the time. You know what I'm right. saying? So it was, <laughs> it was a lot going on. But if, if you had the right mindset, mm-hmm. you had to, you believe in yourself, then, right. uh, burn the bridge. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Burn like, why? Because that, that right there makes you uh, get comfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think what I hear him saying right now, which is why he continues, you, uh, why are we doing this right now? Right. We're not comfortable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. No. So that doesn't mean that we don't have, that we're not successful and we don't have money and things like that, but it's just right. like, we want more. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? because at some point in time, like, you start making money in what you're doing and you're beyond comfortable, right? Yes. So now you're you almost quote, go out and create something new so you can be uncomfortable because you want to start something again. Right? Exactly, you, and, you and, that's fire. Right. and that's what it is. And that's what it is. Okay, but, like the whole construction stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that you have way more experience yep. than me. Yeah, like me working on my builder's license. This is totally out of. What I right, do. right, but I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised when you told me that the other night. I was like, hmm, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> like I'm hitting them up. You know. <laughs> Um, but I want to say this, too, because you mentioned one thing. You mentioned that when we were talking about the young kids mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. you said you study bigger pockets. Mm-hmm. You watch YouTube. I watch a ton of YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
and you you studied, but you also took action. Mm -hmm. Also took action. So yes. I think that's what the younger people need to take from this. If you're gonna jump out and burn a bridge, it's a process that goes with it, and everything is just not gonna be overnight. Absolutely, yeah. agreed. But 100%. and I also want to say, uh, we I don't think any of us are. Um, I'm pro college. You know, mm -hmm. believe it or not, mm -hmm. um, higher education, you know, things like that. But this is this is a forum about, you know, it's called There's Something About Real Estate. We all right. do it. We all love it. It's just right. something about being in the business. No, right. it's not for everyone. True. But, you know, if you can get out here and hustle hard enough, <laughs> how <laughs> learn. About, how about this? You go to college and sell real estate. Right. Because yeah. my only regret for not going to college was the network, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I wish I would have had... When I was 23, four years in a business, I wish I had friends that were engineers and had all of these jobs. We didn't have that. Everybody I know that went to college that got into real estate, they came out into the business with a bang mm -hmm. because they had, they had that they network. Had but it's different now. So I'm, yeah, I'm, in, the, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in between, right? People so, in school for liberal uh, yeah, arts. I was right. <laughs> super pro-college, right? Because right. that's what got me out of the hood, basically. You know what I'm right. saying? But it was different back then because I come from the inner city. I'm from Pontiac, right? right. So I didn't grow up around uh, other races. You right. know what I mean? So right. college taught me a whole lot. Right. But our kids now, they grow up in these schools. It's way different. Like yeah. my son in... in by the time it took me to get to college, they're doing this in elementary, middle school, the stuff that I it took me to get to college to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? In terms of dealing with people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's different for them now, right? And I don't want to say don't go to college. I'm I'm dealing with my son right now, right? <laughs> he wants to get, I mean, he's in school, right? And I don't want to deter him from going to school. But at the same time, I'm like, man, you you trying to go. You going to go to school? You said you wanted to do real estate, right? Right. But you in school talking about a finance degree. That's cool. You know what I mean? I'm right. not knocking it, but all that time you spending in school, you could be spending <laughs> building your business. And, and he right. and his son has a real estate license. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. so don't leave that part out. Yeah. He's working on this builder's license right now. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, okay. But but uh, he could be working harder. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you focus, if this is your focus. You know what I'm saying? If real estate was really your focus and really what you wanted to do, I know it's hard because you got you got friends. Your, you know, his friends is going away to school yeah. and everything. And I hear it. I understand it. I'm sympathetic to it. Right. But it's like... Uh, he just needs to figure out his mm -hmm. why. Yes. Yeah. There it is. There yeah. it is. And like you mm -hmm. said, you, you were making more money than your friends that graduated. Mm -hmm. I was similar to mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And I had a student loan debt. Mm, I right. did rack up some IRS debt. <laughs> 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 and we still owe the government, but they was easier than uh, Sally Mae and all them. Yeah, see, and that's why I don't, um, that's why, so with my son, both of them though, so my one son is a personal trainer and the mm -hmm. other one is a realtor. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's like, well, look, what what do you want to do, children? Right. <laughs> right. So whatever that is, but I guess that's the mom and me. I'm right. in the as long as it's not illegal, yeah, I support exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I guess we need to um, we gonna continue this conversation though. Yeah, like this, this is this is, day, this is like, gonna continue. Like, but I want to wrap up this this yeah. wholesale side and and the reason why like I'm loving having you here honestly because this is the part of real estate that I love. Like you bring like that machismo to the table. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I want you to just kind of speak. Like you know, you had something that, on your mind when mm -hmm. we talked about you know coming here and, and talking. What was that? 
basically, I just want to um, motivate people and just say right. that, you know, life is what you make it. And, um, you know, real estate may not be for everybody, but just decide, you know, just like I mentioned, like, just decide your why, you know, um, like, for example, like my mother, you know, she's an RN. And she loves helping people. Like, right. that's her passion. She started doing labor and delivery, bringing right. people into the world. Mm-hmm. Now she does hospice oh, to transition wow. out. So yeah. it's like, it takes a strong person. And, you know, she kind of ministers to them. And that's her why. You know, she feels like that she's making a difference. And, you know, she's, she, you know, it's just a beautiful thing. So with me, my why was legacy. Now, even though I don't have any kids, it's still, you know, I never wanted to work for anybody you know and i want to in case i do have kids leave a legacy so that's my why you know and and you know like in my family i'm you know like even though we do have some entrepreneurs they're not really at the level of anybody i would like look up to you know (laughs) so i'm kind of like that guy in my family and it's like i feel like i got my whole family on my back right and so just figure out your why and just go after it. Just never give up. That's, I mean, that's why I came here to say. All right. I love so. that. And the big why, <laughs> no, it's, it's true. Like, yeah. because we all sit and try to figure out what our why is. You know, when you tell somebody what your why is, they may not necessarily like it, but that's it's not for for them. It's for it's you. For, right, you, right. you move and you get up every day to, to do, you know, right. what, you, what you feel like you are he, set here to do. Exactly. <laughs> that's crazy, so that's no. important. So I think that our all of our why is... The same. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's similar, yeah. Cause you, and then it changes as life goes on. Right. I think once you get like past 40, 45, you start thinking about um, things after you're gone, right? Mm-hmm. But early on, you just want that range, bro. Right? No, no, no you know what my, right. you what my, look, right. this is what Reggie is saying. So most of my why is for my children. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. five, six, 19, and 21. Okay. They all over the place. And mm-hmm. I got some more in between there. But my oldest put something up on Facebook today, and it was basically like, um, have you guys thought about what nursing home, because this is a funny meme, have right. you guys thought about what nursing home you're going to put your parents in? And so she tags me in the comment and goes, it's going to be a really nice one. And my comment is, that's why I work so hard, because <laughs> I don't have to worry about exactly. what you're going to do for me. I got this. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm calling Christina Jeter. Right. Right. Make sure I'm good. But but no, it still uh, boils down to legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, it still boils down to whether it's your kids or your, you know, your kids, kids, whoever it is you're trying to leave uh, your your brand to after you're gone. Right. All right. So to be continued. Yeah, yeah to be continued. <laughs> so we about to wrap this one up and go into the next one, and we're gonna open that with the, the yeah, we gonna have a, so yeah, we, have, <laughs> we gotta talk about this rapper um, born. That's because clear is a real name. Yes. Like, okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. So we just want to make sure everybody like and subscribe to our YouTube channel because yes, everybody's please. like, we've been watching mm-hmm. it. No, I'm like, no. where are the likes? Right, right, where right, the subscribes? Right. Trust me, and I'm going to promote it. All right. All my social media platforms, Facebook, yep. LinkedIn, Instagram, everywhere, and also go support the brand. Cool. Okay. What is... What Missouri. Is, okay, so we'll talk about this. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Just look it up. Go support the brand. And we yep. want all our listeners to know we are on Spotify and a few other uh, platforms. Yes. 
click, share, like, post about it. I got on my live, which I very rarely do and ask for subject content. I'm going to go back and do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going right. to tag a bunch of people. Let's do it. All right. I want to thank John for coming out. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure being here. See All y'all right. soon. All right. Uh, we don't hear one to shout out. Hold on. So where is oh. that? Um, oh, Missouri. So just, yeah. So uh, Brittany Washington, she's um like an associate on our EXP team. This is okay. her clothing line. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. I'm telling you, man, these feel so good. They're like stretchy, you know, and actually made me look like I got muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> where do we find you? Okay. So just look up uh, Clear to Close. Um, Everywhere, basically, uh, Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, uh, Clubhouse, everything's clear to close. C L E A R E. Don't forget the E, e on the end. Right. All right. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank, thank you. Thank we you. We didn't say where we find us at. We they know where to find they us. They know. <laughs> on YouTube. Like that. Right. There's the YouTube spot yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good show, y'all. Good show, man. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah, See, right. yeah. thanks, Johnny, for the drink. You got yeah. me loose. I <laughs> <need it. No, laughs> no. John, I was.